in a world where corn grows tall and hope grows taller, where people have a special power to decide the fate of a nation in our most desperate hour. It's the relevant podcast. Relevant podcast. Anytime, anywhere. On the trail, you know where All I have is a horse Even he would leave If he broke free of this curse All I got's memories They aren't even mine The dry wind wails Till my song is blown away It's the week of Monday, September 15th, 2008, and this is The Relevant Podcast. The Relevant Podcast is the audio companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. I'm Cameron Strang, and here with me is Lloyd Kinsley. Hello. Maya Strang. Hey. And Adam Smith. I am a tease. (laughs) (laughs) The best hologram I've ever seen in my whole life. You, you, as of today, have sent people on the uh, world's shortest emotional roller coaster, mm-hmm. right? Short, but intense. <laughs> Adam is sitting in our midst. He leaves for uh, other continents tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Oh, wow. So we begged him to come in and take some uh, mustache photos. <laughs> right. So he's going to do that. And uh, so we figured we put him to work. We're not paying him, so... Right. Why not come do some labor? That's uh, basically <laughs> this is what I'm worth. You know? <laughs> I'm I'm finally getting out of this what I'm worth. Adam, it's not what you're worth. It's what your contribution is worth. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> you say jerk? I said Jack. That's what it's worth. Oh. They said jerk. <laughs> In your British that accent. That would have been appropriate too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are you offended? I was insulting the other guy. All right. Um on this week's podcast, we don't have anything planned. I guess the special guest is Adam Smith today. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. everyone. We'll who, see you next week. Everyone who's a fan of Adam is like, fantastic. He's still going to be in. Everyone who sends him hate mail is right is going. Oh, this is just unfair. Yeah, I thought we were finally rid of this guy. <laughs> well, you know, as we announced on the uh, makeshift podcast, uh, the last one, we're going to test the technological fortitude of New Zealand's infrastructure <laughs> and try and Skype you in to the podcast. Yeah, I, I'm not certain if uh, they've gotten the, the whole phone thing right. down over there. They're still doing sheep calls. Okay, right. now you're making fun we'll of uh, people within the Commonwealth. Right. I, most likely what I'm going to have to do is use smoke signals or semaphore flags. <laughs> so, so, I'll so we'll do a video podcast. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> if you look off in the distance, you can see Adam waving flags. This week's podcast brought to you with nice, cold, refreshing Diet Coke. Ribbon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is going to be a really strange one, I think, to listen to because you are going to experience some sort of weird time lapse happening. Right. Okay, here's what. Here's the deal. Labor Day, we took the day off. No podcast. None. The next week, recorded a podcast. <laughs> with Adam Smith, literally the day before he left the continent. But 
since that would have been a week old had we put it up today, yeah. we decided to update that recording rather than have to record an entirely new one. Needed freshening up. It, yeah, it spruced. Wow. So. I hope they could follow all that. We're going to <laughs> pretend like this was all recorded in one session. And it'll be seamless, except for the fact that some parts Adam's here for <laughs> and some parts he's not. So after he got, we know after he left because of the Libyans, at the end of this podcast, we can say to ourselves, it's time to go. Where are we going, Cameron? I have no idea. Oh, come on. Back to the... Oh, goodness. <laughs> Boo. Oh, yeah. Back to the future. Adam, please come back. <laughs> <laughs> so... Okay, and then next week and all the other weeks, we will settle into our new rhythm that Adam Smith will be joining us for, for, uh, via Skype uh, for the podcast each week. And to guarantee that what we did over the last three weeks does not happen anymore, uh, we actually have a guy named Chad Pendleton, who's fairly new to our staff, who will be doing the content editing for the podcast from here on out. And the plan is, by forcing him to do it, that the podcast will go up every Friday. <laughs> I was thinking you're going to say we like got a new bodyguard who won't let us leave the office until it's done or something. That's Kate. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Kate. Kate Lynch, our new project manager. <laughs> uh, so uh, with that, I guess that would be an, an editor editor's note. Yeah, Like sure. before the story. So without any further ado, we will record a new, fresh, and updated and current entertainment releases segment here. And then we'll toss to the rest of the podcast. All you right. Keep doing little... Quotey things Quotey all over things. the place. That's, <laughs> That's why we need a video fresh. podcast. Uh, okay, album's coming out on Tuesday, September 16th. September 16th. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we've got... Awkward silence. <laughs> we yeah. have nothing to say. Nothing worth mentioning. All right. Not Really nothing worth mentioning? I mean, come on. You've got like Nelly and Faith Hill... And come on, whatever. Movies coming out on <laughs> Friday, September nineteenth. We've got my best friend's girl, starring uh, Jason Biggs and Dane Cook. And how does Jason keep getting movies? How do well, any no, no, of these how, people keep getting he movies? He's been in one for a while, though, has he? Straight to DVD. He's a, yeah, lots of straight <laughs> to DVD. Go to the go to Blockbuster. You can wow. see him. We got uh, Ghost Town, which looks absolutely horrible with that Ricky Gervais British guy. I oh, see the thing is, funny. I feel, no, no. See, here's the thing with that: he is a good writer, and he does well when he's in British stuff. And then I feel like, because what was the film he did um, for your consideration? That's the mm-hmm. the Christopher Guest one. Mm-hmm. I feel like that he was horrible in that. Terrible. So I feel like he just needs to stick to what he's good at. He needs to not cross the pond. He needs to just stay yeah. where he's wants <laughs> to stay in the stagnant cold waters and stay, yeah, just keep 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 away from here. Oh, I thought it'd be cute. You were wrong. Uh, do, do you know what? To be honest, that is, I think I think you and Becky should go and see that. <laughs> okay, and uh, I'll never watch it. <laughs> and while they were seeing that, uh, Lloyd and I can go see The Duchess. Yes, Star- <laughs> what? starring Kira Ni- Knightley. Oh. Uh, she's the Duchess of Devonshire. Uh, also, Battle in Seattle. Coming out. Never heard of I like of that. names that rhyme. Battle in Seattle. Anymore Starring Martin Henderson. Yeah, I that's probably that a shame to And Lakeview Terrace. The uh, see, no, I didn't. I thought the trailer that looked quite interesting. Which one is that? That's it's the one where the creepy uh, one with the cop next door. Yeah, Samuel oh, that Jackson. looks horrible. <laughs> I thought it looked quite good. Like, never want to watch it because I'm afraid my neighbors will actually do that to me. <laughs> Are they police? No, but they're fine. They <laughs> might be. 
crazies out there. So that is your subpar entertainment releases. Maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. we should have just played the entertainment releases from last week's podcast. Yeah, just go ahead. Because those were a lot better. But you know what? They're on the cutting room floor now. Oh. Up next, Slices with Adam. Listening to Cool Hand Luke, the song is Wonder Tour, and you will find out in the next segment why we're playing that. Mm. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard "So Called" with the song "You Are Never Alone," also chosen for a reason that you will find out in the next segment. <laughs> okay, here with slices is Adam Smith. Okay, so. Um, Everyone can uh, kind of breathe a sigh of relief because, um, yeah, I knew I knew you would, yeah. Or or trying to is he scatting? Trying to turn over, yeah, trying to turn over a car with a bad starter. Um, but anyway, we can we can all rest easy because uh, I think he's a 1930s bebop doo wop guy. Yeah, but like just an old really guy. quiet. Yeah, evidently, evidently we've got Mel Torme over there um, with laryngitis. But uh, uh, Shi Guang. The uh, the Chinese heroin addicted elephant what? Uh, seems to have kicked his drug habit. Evidently, there's this uh, four year old bull elephant, and uh, he was he was. Is that like a hybrid between? <laughs> well, heroin does weird stuff. <laughs> it was originally just a bull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but uh, this it is kind of sad. He was uh, he was captured by traders and they they fed him heroin laced bananas for a long time and he was uh he was captured from these traders um a couple years ago and they've uh they've worked him off the drug so he seems to be doing well now he has kicked his heroin habit he's just stepping it down to marijuana exactly can they do anything for snuffleupagus (laughs) hey bird no that that guy basically he's he's too far gone and he's he's more of a math guy Um, look at those eyes (laughs) seriously um i think it's weed he's not meth he's he's chilled out it's true but he's quite depressed Weed well, make you weed makes some people depressed. Some people, true. But yeah. I would say and some he, people paranoid. He is always eating combos. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it's weed. But uh, yeah, so I guess this elephant's going to be okay. And I'm guessing, you know, if it goes like with other people who've gone through this, he's going to start doing school assemblies. <laughs> <laughs> so we're with uh, some, some friends over the weekend in California and uh, David Sean... As is the guy's name. We were at their house just talking. He and turns out he grew up in Hawaii, and he was telling a story of one of the things that they do. You know, they'll surf and everything, but they'll canoe out into the waves and whatever. And so there's actually some sort of race or something that he was uh, preparing for. No, he was in, and the race is that you canoe out ten miles to Hui and then race back well immediately they're left in the dust they can't even eventually they can't even see the other racers you know they're so far gone so eventually they get all the way out to the buoy 10 miles out 
where they have to turn around. And, you know, you're 10 miles out. And you went over this big, like, uh, cliff, you know, where it was like 20 foot, 20 foot, 20 foot. And then it's just black, like this huge continental shelf, basically. Right. And they're out kind of feeling pretty exposed. And the buoy's out there. The waves are picking up. And they're turning around. And this huge wave comes down. And in the water, because it's clear water, mm-hmm. they see a 30-foot whale shark no right way. next to yes. them. Freak out, you know. Wow. But they had all jumped out of the canoe because they were so far out of the race. I forgot a yeah, pretty big part the of the story. They yeah, they had jumped out of the canoe. They're swimming around, cooling off because it's yeah. a hot day. And the wave goes down, and there's a huge whale shark underneath oh, them. Man. Nice. They flipped out. Yeah, because odds are that guy's going to swim up to you and act all sad you know <laughs> he did and, not get around to punching him i have <laughs> never scared. i didn't realize how in the news whale sharks were oh they're so in right now until you know <laughs> we started covering them well it's because we started covering them cameron we're cultural trendsetters we caused a little bit of a whale shark renaissance speaking of way of whales okay on some, one of my friend's twitter feeds uh, he commented that uh, he was spending the day Going to a whaling museum. Yeah, the whaling museum. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm sitting there thinking, whaling museum. Why? Why would you choose to go to that? But no, it's not whaling like you think. It's a museum about people jumping out from around a corner and beating a guy up. Whaling like, <laughs> on him. A whaling. I get yeah. it. I mean, I, the the only thing I could do was respond by saying, "So, what do you have planned for the afternoon? You're going to a seal clubbing convention." <laughs> Or seal the, encouragement. The, the, the seal club. <laughs> the seal club. One of my favorite, uh, you know, little uh, stupid jokes is you have to tell a lot of the so-and-so walks into a bar jokes first to set it up. And then you're like, baby seal walks into a club. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> Again and again and again. <laughs> and then Baby Seal there is standing in just a pulp of muscle and bone. Oh, see, see, Aww. I didn't take it to that point. Wow. No, I was just trying to show you, you how graphic your jokes become. <laughs> well, mm. I have a, have a slicer close to where you are soon to be uh, journeying to. Now, listen up to this, because this is... That's a very roundabout sentence. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay, trying to figure out what's how close many to prepositional phrases are worth <laughs> yeah. that. You're going to New Zealand, aren't you? Yes, I am. And that's near Australia, isn't it? It is. There we go. Australia, not Australia. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Tomato. Um, tomato. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're saying tomato, tomato. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, an analysis of, of new census figures has shown that Australia is suffering from an unprecedented man drought Okay, now I'm not sure. Man that just drought. conjures up a lot of I like. I watched them in the early 80s, the Man Drought Sisters in, on Hee Haw. Do you remember them? Well, I, I do remember that you you grew up on the set, so... It's the probably, Man Drought Sisters. You probably saw them a lot. So currently in Australia, there are almost 100,000 more females than males at the moment. Um, wow. Apparently, men, for some reason, in their 20s and early 30s, have migrated overseas for either just traveling or for employment. So right now, that means if you are a single young man and you you want a, a large Recently number divorced of <laughs> in the area, you know, just close, you know, yeah. And I, I actually, my brother brought this up to me. Uh, you already maybe, know all about this. Yeah, that maybe I'm. I'm he already the wrong signed place. up for the website. But the thing is, Lloyd, I don't think it's gonna it's gonna last long because I think that you know they have this big man drought, but they're trying to do some like cloud seeding and different things. So that one day hopefully they can get up and say it's raining men 
Hallelujah, it's oh raining. Oh, that, was, that was bad. I mean, the thing is, I think I even mentioned this on a podcast a while back that Australia was actually seeking, like they were going to pay for people to come out if you were hairdressers because like years ago, hairdress- <laughs> there was hundreds of hairdressers in Australia and they all moved over to the UK and in Europe for work. This is a true fact. So at the moment, Australia is lacking hairdressers and men. I say, where's Zohan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all the women are going around lonely and unkempt. Yes. <laughs> Well, if there's no men, why make yourself up? Exactly. You know? I worry you know, about it. Just you know, go out in your your gym shorts and a baggy old t-shirt, your hair all askew. There's no one to fix it anyway. <laughs> go, Maya. Um, my slice is actually about um, some archaeologists uncovering the Jerusalem's ancient walls. Hmm. It's taken more than a century for um, archaeologists to to find more of this wall. It was in the 1890s that an American archaeologist and his British assistant... Booyah. Booyah. Um, tunnel- Note that the archaeologist is American. His, his lackey assistant. is British. Oh. And you're proud of that fact. You're like, yay, we made second tier. Yeah. Yeah, no, we just like to follow the whole kind of Jesus um, model of being a servant. But yeah, no, you go ahead and be leaders. <laughs> <laughs> well... Touche. They were, they were able to find some links. Um, but the mo- the funny thing, I think, is that the moder- modern diggers who have found where they had left off found beer bottles. Huh. Yeah. They left their own little archaeology behind. From 1890? From the 1890s. Nice. Beer bottles, a lamp, and a shoe. <laughs> they had a wild party then. Yeah, they did. The modern diggers would be a great band name. That is a good is band a good name. name. The modern diggers. Okay. T- get the. You need to buy the domain name. <laughs> the modern diggers. Cameron, org. Cameron Strang and the modern diggers. It sounds like one of those that's a name and the. You know, mm-hmm. it's someone's name and then the band's name. Mm-hmm. Can I be a backup? Just good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, we're the entire band does didgeridoo. <laughs> But it's, you it's, dress like archaeologists. Yeah, it's scat didgeridoo, though. They don't actually have didgeridoos. They just make the noise of them. <laughs> nice. All right, that'll do it for Slices. Up next, more things. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Octopus Project. The song is An Evening with Rothrotha. Nice. Rothrotha? How's it's that spelled? R-T-H-R-T-H-A. Rothrotha. Rothrotha. Is that not the creature that uh, Cloverfield's based on? No idea. No. No, I think that has a C at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> that song was selected, or you're hearing it, for a reason that you will find out in a few minutes. Oh, or making them go crazy. Uh, so we've had an interesting couple weeks since the last podcast. We didn't do one last week. Uh, you might have seen or heard us on CNN or Fox News. By or, us, we mean you. Right. Uh, well, us relevant. As an organization. Us as an organization. Me as an individual. Mm-hmm. And or all over the press because of uh, the Democratic National Convention. I mentioned on the last podcast you that did. I pulled out, but after that, it was literally like the day after we recorded that, like all of a sudden, like media hit and 
was very interested in the decision and why, and so all of a sudden, like, it was everywhere. We turned down 99.999% of the media requests. We just did three, and uh, it was interesting. I went to the DNC last week. Uh, I was there on a panel on uh, faith in the 08 election, and it was like a wide range of faith represented and talking about the issues that matter to these different audiences and stuff like that, and I was able to talk about, you know, younger Christians and what we stand for and what what motivates us what we are passionate about it was actually a really cool forum it was very cool and then i went that night to the stadium the thursday night with brock's speech and yeah wow that yes. was unreal i got oh all i got goodness. all access pass my goodness it was really neat like uh yeah. memory it was just regardless of his politics whether you're for or against it was a historic moment for america it really mm-hmm. was it's uh, the moment you know he uh i was watching that with my parents up in kentucky and the moment he actually said the words i accept the Democratic nomination for the presidency. Like I, I just turned to my parents and I was like, "That is maybe one of the most significant moments in our nation's history." R- agree or disagree with his politics, an African American man standing up there and say, "I accept the nomination for pre- president of the United States" is one of the most foundational turning points in our nation's history. And now with Sarah Palin, yeah. no matter who wins, it's historic. It yeah. is historic. Yeah. yeah, and she killed it at the Republican convention this week. Um, as stirring and bold as Barack was, I mean. So, either way, this is going to be a very interesting very election historic. and very historic. Yeah. Be a busy two weeks, yep. two months. <laughs> yeah. Either way, it's a it's a significant turning point for our country. Um, one of the interesting things is we were out in um, Orange County, California, this weekend, and we we're with um, uh, Rick Warren, and he said, "Hey, that because we're talking about the Saddleback Forum, which was." Honestly, probably be a very. When you look back at this campaign, this election, it'll probably be one of the key moments in the Most election. Definitely. And he said, uh, you know, we we're just talking about that and stuff. And he was telling me some behind the scenes anecdotes. And he said, I was like, man, I just, people are still talking about it. And there's just little clips here and there on YouTube, you know? It's just tough for if people didn't see it, like to see it and to see yeah. the impact of, of what happened. And he goes, what well, do you want it? And I'm like, yeah. So they're overnighting it to us, and we're going to broadcast the whole two hours on relevantmagazine.com. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So we'll leave leave it up for the two months leading up to the election. Um, I was actually going to talk to you about this later today, but I want to create a politics page, just a one page, with the Saddleback Forum playing, our cover story, the politics forum, which is unbelievably active. We We created a forum in the Relevant Magazine message boards just for politics, you know, temporary forum for During a couple months. Season? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in a week, it has more posts than the podcast fodder <gasps> one total. Really? Oh, well, you know, I mean, that's wow. that just makes me sad that, you know, our, our trivial podcast isn't drawing <laughs> as, much, <laughs> as much attention as, you know, the fate of our nation. <laughs> Come on, people, get your priorities straight. We're talking about whale sharks here. <laughs> it's one week versus like a year. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, anyway, but we'll put all this on the po- on like a politics page that will that will make. Um, it, yeah, it'd be great if we could get our hands on the the first season of uh, Barack Obama and me to put it up there. As well. <laughs> you know what? I'll put I'll put those up there too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, not just the comic, but the cartoon show. It'd be nice if we could if we could find a couple episodes of that to put up there. Well, speaking of which, uh, Spencer Fruling, uh, now this is online. We've, I've posted this. Have? Okay. I have. If you go to check the blogs, the podcast fodder blog at Relevant. Um, but Spencer Fruling has sent in a McCain and Me comic book to basically say to Spencer, or say to Matthew McDaniel, Matthew McDaniel, I see your 
whatever, and I raise you a McCain in me. Yeah. And uh, he made a McCain in me. It's very impressive. It's very impressive, and it looks exactly like McGee and me, and that's really funny. <laughs> so you, if you want to check that out, you can see it over at the website. Uh, hey, we might as well just do some relevant updates before we get into feedback. Sounds sure. good. There have been more things going on in the last two weeks at this company than there have been in the last two years at this <laughs> company. A- am I exaggerating? Nope. That's a, that's a, a fair statement. First things first, newministry.com launched. It's right. N-E-U-E, com. It's our site dedicated specifically to uh, innovative ministry and, and all that. Relevant, obviously, is more for consumers, outward, general market, that kind of thing. New is our is our initiative strictly for the church and church leaders, lay leaders, staff leaders, whatever. Um, we obviously, are, you know, we've told you that we're doing new quarterly, we're doing new resources, and the kind of the last big piece of the puzzle is newministry.com, Lloyd's creation, and the yes. whole team has been working on the content, and uh, a, a new guy named Brian Orm is the managing editor of New, and it'll have daily updated content, uh, user-submitted content, uh, but the big, you know, forums and all that, but the big thing is that it has a huge download section where... Uh, you can download for free, like worship resources, small group resources, and message resources. So it's not really a relevant thing. It's new. Mm-hmm. But if you're in ministry or know somebody who is, you should go check out newministry.com. Again, it's N-E-U-E, ministry.com. On the relevant side of things, some big launches. Relevant TV is back. That's right. Finally. Huge. So happy to see that back. Huge. It's back. If you go to relevant.tv or if you're at the relevantmagazine.com, you just click on Click on it there too. Um, Relevant TV. It's our twenty four seven online streaming music channel, um, video music channel. Every week we add new videos, so check back every Wednesday. We'll do video updates, like kind of like you know behind the scenes stuff. Uh, we'll do band interviews, stuff like that too. But really, it's a twenty four seven streaming music video channel. You can watch everything we've ever put up on demand. Um, you can vote for your favorite videos. You can comment and interact with it. So. It's very cool. Yeah. And we can actually, the strange thing is that when you watch it, we can actually see you. It. <laughs> so it's don't, an eye. Don't watch it in your underwear. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, so there's that. Also, we launched the new relevant church directory. If you go to relevant.com, there's a whole new church directory. It's, we took down the one that was there because there was like three or 4,000 churches, but, Half of them were cults, so <laughs> literally half. <laughs> so we decided to take it down and screen it, and now it's a uh, filtered where churches have to apply to be part of it. It's free to the users, but it's um, member supported by the churches, and, and we screen the churches. Um, you know, it's growing. There's only a couple hundred churches in there now, but you know, our hope would be to get up to about a thousand or so like trusted churches. Yeah. And right now, I personally am, am screening all the churches. People are like, "Well, how are you screening?" I'm screening them. I'm going to the website. I'm clicking around. I'm Googling them. I'm making sure that they're legit churches and, uh, and I'm putting them up. And if you go and visit one of them and they're not, you know, legit, actually, please let me know. So yeah. Do not apply if your church has a snake pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's just for recreation. Like there's no theology. Yeah. There. Unless just... you happen to be like, you know, partnering with some kind of reptile education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like first church of Christ in herpetology. You know, no. that's okay. Okay, so church directory, Relevant TV, there's a new or updated front page to relevantmagazine.com. There is. There is. That looks good. Gorgeous. It's like beautiful. 
Is it prettier than me? No. <laughs> <laughs> there was too much of a silence. It got really hot in here. Definitely need the cricket noises. Um, the do- did you say the donor page? I haven't gone there yet. No. Calm so, down. so, so Lloyd, so Lloyd built out this Lloyd and Lloyd designed it. Phil built it out. This beautiful uh, new front page, bottom half of the front page. Uh, the drop is on there. There's an, uh, relevant TV's latest videos and top ten or top five um, voter ones are, are pulled in. Um, there's polls, but a really cool component now is that we've partnered with the One Campaign, mm. and there's actually a One Campaign Matt Damon commercial video that you can watch right on the front page of the site down Ooh, there. Is it that freaky one where yeah. he's got all the different the voices? Changes. voices. Yeah. So the one campaign video is, is down there and it's worth checking out. Yeah. So. I did an invoice for them and, or I, I put up that banner ad on our website and I named it Matt Damon and I was like, Oh, I don't think I'd ever name a banner ad on our website, Matt Damon, Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> but I did. <laughs> um, so that, and then last but not least we have, uh, I guess, I guess you could say that, We've had people over the years say, like, I really support what you guys are doing, but I can't really support you guys in any way other than just subscribing. You know, like, and we appreciate that support. Yes. But they're like, I, I want to help, you know, and we didn't really have a way that people could help. Well, over the summer, we tur- our colleges started contacting us about, hey, we would love to get relevant out in the hands of our students if you guys want to, like, give us copies. Well, we're business and you know, one copy of the magazine cost me a dollar to print, let alone mail it and all that kind of stuff. Like I can't just like give away 5,000 copies. It's literally like I wrote them a check for five grand and I'd love to, but I can't, you know, I'd rather keep the five grand. <laughs> I want, I want a segue. <laughs> <laughs> At least, you know, it's going to be spent wisely. <laughs> so, you know, we thought, well, why don't we let these people who want to help support Relevant get out there and get in the hands of college students, especially? Uh, why don't we create a program where they could actually sponsor college kids to get the magazine? Yes. So we created a, site, a page on our website called Donate that you can go and, and read what the plan is and see all the kind of colleges that we've partnered with and you can put in a number of subscriptions that you want to donate to that college and then they're only seven dollars a piece because we're doing them in bulk that's awesome and so it's seven bucks so you can go in and select like belmont university i want to give you know 15 subscriptions at seven dollars a piece for this much boom donate and uh put in your credit card info which is in a you know with seven bucks we're not making a dime here i mean this is just literally going straight to the product going to the to the students and it'd be a really cool thing to do now, mm. in sponsoring the college students, do they have like sad-looking photos of the college students? <laughs> you can get pick which updates. One. You get the report cards. Exactly. You. It's like, this is Craig. Craig lives on less than a dollar a day. <laughs> what is a college student? <laughs> His an average meal for Craig consists of cold ramen noodles eaten with a dowel rod that he found on his floor. <laughs> Unfortunately. Craig can't afford magazines. <laughs> but with your help, Craig can have reading material. Won't you please help Craig? You'll get a monthly update. Pictures of Craig's progress. His school report cards. You can go to relevantmagazine.com slash donate. <laughs> please, won't you help Craig and thousands of other children like him? <laughs> So, okay, so that's going on. So we launched, and then, and then we launched a new, I mean, it's just minor, but a new relevantmediagroup.com, oh, which yes. has, um, like, I, why would you go to relevantmediagroup.com? Uh, 
Well, Why it'll would you, Cameron? It, it'll keep you updated on all the stuff <laughs> we're doing. So it like it links to every you know kind of all of our sites, but it also has all the press updates. So if you're interested, like relevant in the news and that stuff, we we update that there. And there's an all new staff page, an all new staff directory there. And if you haven't gone to see our staff page, you should. It's glorious because yes, it's all. Everybody has fake mustaches yeah. on. I'm getting a lot of comments about stories. those pictures. Right. Well, well, People have was, asked uh, me who that is when yeah. they see the picture. With me? Yeah. <laughs> because you've got the pirate soul patch and oh, mustache. No, I've been told on. I'm V for, from V for Vendetta. <laughs> oh, that's yes. what they say I look like. And I said that's yes. probably down to my pasty complexion. So you, you look like Guy Fox. Yeah. Uh, while I was in Kentucky, Cameron IM'd me the, the link, and I... You know, in I am speak, I literally LOL'd. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I was maybe even ROTFL. <laughs> so it was very, very funny. OMG. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so relevantmediagroup.com. So literally in one week, we launched a major site in newministry.com, a major site in relevant.tv, and a minor site in relevantmediagroup.com. A mid-sized thing in <laughs> the church directory. Featherweight. A a pretty good update to main page of relevantmagazine.com and the donate program for college kids. So in if, one week. If I'm following you here, what it seems like is that over two years, I held back our process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does seem that the minute you've gone. removed and the floodgates open. <laughs> Pretty, yeah, that's pretty much the sum of it, yes. Yeah. In fact, I think you've been in the office now for maybe only an hour and a half, and it, it, it's grinded to a halt out there. Yeah. <laughs> Two of our sites just crashed, actually. <laughs> People's productivity is just spiraling downward. <laughs> we go out there, and they're all playing Tetris. I don't know. I just don't feel like working. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. If something happened to Lloyd while you were gone. I mean, that's Lloyd it's all it's all Lloyd. It's it all web Lloyd. stuff. I was holding you back, Lloyd. Yeah, you were you were stifling me. Yeah. <laughs> now I feel released. <laughs> well, you know, this is kind of a big thing for Lloyd because, like, you know, the magazines would come out or you know other things would launch, and Lloyd's like, "I'm working on this website. I'm working on this thing." <laughs> Especially, at, no, I mean, I would say new and RTV have been things that when people have been like, so like as in updates for people back home, being like, "So what are you working on right now?" And it's, I've said the same thing now for a long time, <laughs> and now. It's like, no, no, I'm on new stuff now. It's all done. You know, <laughs> it's actually done. Like RTV, I think, was one of the first things that broke when I got here. Yep. And now it finally is back up, which is just amazing. Yeah. I like to think that your sudden productivity is you working out your extreme misery. <laughs> me not being there. You're just working and crying, you know. If I stop, then I, it, like, it, I'm, sub, I'm sobbing and shirtless. Shirtless and sobbing. That's me. Yeah. I've got I've to just work the sad out. What's what's funny is on my Facebook, there's uh, I have a bunch of photos, and one of the photos from that night was the awkward back rub uh-huh. of the two dudes <laughs> right. looking at the you know. You did get a photo of that? No, no, I got a photo of fireworks on my phone, yeah. and in the foreground of the fireworks you is two gentlemen standing at the railing, and one has his hand on the other one's lower back. Yeah. Right. And everybody's commenting like this thing has like fifty comments. People are like, "Is that the shirtless sobbing guy?" I'm like, "No, these, they're both shirted." Right. The shirtless sobbing guy is just Directly off to the left. Frame. Oh, see, yeah. I got a picture of him that night. Did you, dude? Put it on your Facebook. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it doesn't have do Do you have a Facebook? How dare you? Oh yeah, you don't approve people. I just send don't have me. many hey, contacts. Send it, send it to me. I'll post it. Okay. Um, it's it's not great quality because I shot it from the hip because I didn't want to be too <laughs> obvious. Hey, this is how you are. I mean, you just shoot from the hip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I am. 
But yeah, send it to me. I'll put it up. People want to see yeah. the shirtless well, sobbing guy. While I was in the borough, uh, I hung out with a couple podcast fans who contacted me, wanted to give me a little care package. Turned out to become friends with them, Leif and Jen Benson. Really awesome people. But um, What is a Leif? What is that? A man or a woman? It, it's, a, it's a dude. Leif okay. is a dude. A dude. How is that spelled? Is he Norwegian? He's an awesome dude, too. L-A-F-E. Uh, at any rate... Um, Lloyd has to go. His uh, you can go. I can go. Yeah, I'm done. Lloyd has to go. He's in trouble. Kate, our project manager <laughs> slash his mother, just said <laughs> playtime is over and he has to go work again. We have more websites to launch. <laughs> um, but uh, the first night we met, one of the first things they asked was, "So what was up with that shirtless sobbing guy? What's the story there? <laughs> what have you figured it out?" I just told them several of my theories. <laughs> You know, about his parents being killed by fireworks and stuff like that. <laughs> Did any of your theories involve the scars on his back? Um, no, they actually didn't. They didn't involve the scars. Yeah, that's the thing. I, that's the thing that I can't figure yeah. out is like, it looks like he stuck a, like a bag up to the scar and like, you know, the bag would be filled with some sort of like substance. You know what I mean? Right, it was like, right. Like, like he had was, a nozzle on his back. Yeah. He did? Yeah, he had some sort it, of nozzle. Like, Do you know what I'm talking it, about? Yeah, or am I smoking appear- crack? No, it's true. Yeah. Well, you, Are you I, an elephant you, or you this really happened? Exactly. No, it's like, I mean, I have seen you smoke crack, yes, but no, <laughs> this, it, you're right about that. Like he had a recent surgery. There's some sort of plastic nozzle coming out of some, him. He was some kind of cyborg. <laughs> Maybe somebody punched him in the ribs. I th- Wait, why would, uh, why would then they and put that, a plastic nozzle you, there? No, yeah. that, that's why I was crying because it was so painful. Mm, someone punched long. him right in the nozzle. Not, <laughs> not this long. There's yeah. no so, way. You don't want to take one to the nozzle. No. <laughs> no. So Lloyd just left. When Adam's not here, it's just going to be me and you in here. No, we Does won't let Lloyd leave. Does that mean we're just going to have like marital spats or something on the air? <laughs> no. First of all, the new the new segment will be that Adam's going to call in for like 20, 30 minutes. And so we'll do slices with Adam. Okay. And uh, it depends on what his schedule is. If he wants to stick around for feedback or whatever he can, but we'll just, you know, that'll be guaranteed. We'll do slices with Adam for sure every week. And Lloyd will definitely be here for the other segment. So there'll always be at least three of us, preferably four. Mm -hmm. And you know who else I spoke to recently? It's Jesse Carey. Really? He's going to start writing for us again. Good. He's writing. (laughs) This is actually kind of funny. (laughs) He's writing a... We, you know, in January's issue, we always do a recap of the previous yeah, the year. year. We, look, we look backwards. We thought in the November, December issue, we should look forward hmm. to November to 2009 and we should predict what is in store so for the year. The year in preview. The year in preview. And I thought Jesse should write this. That's brilliant. And who, so, who better? and so, well, you would do a good job, but you're traveling. Right. But, Literally, I mean, when we need a written, you're in transit. So I right, thought, I'm saying, not, who better? I wouldn't be better. I'd oh, be would, just would, as good. I would do it well, but right. no one. So, so I called Jesse and he's like, what do you think? And he's like, he started telling me all these ideas he immediately had, you know, of things that will emerge. Like, he really has a very thought out theory of that next year, you're going to see a real surge in people adopting monkeys. <laughs> I, I hope he's right. And, and then he has this whole thing about if you do have a pet monkey, that you always have to inter- introduce him as your son. <laughs> <laughs> and he started going down this all these like guidelines to monkey pet adoption. So like etiquette in yes. social interaction with your, your monkey child. Yes. Yeah, I hope that's true because I put in the papers to adopt a monkey <laughs> and I don't want to be conspicuous everywhere I go. So, so, then, so then he's like telling me all this very thought out monkey stuff stuff and i'm going what the heck you know and, and he's like well actually 
I haven't had a lot of creative outlet since going up to CBN. So he's like, you know, I, I lay in bed at night and think of these things. And so, <laughs> so he's like, Monkey adoption. so he's like, I got up and I started writing them down and I have the beginnings of a book called things I think about at night. <laughs> and so he started telling me about all the different chapters and they get weirder and weirder and weirder. And I'm like, dude, that sounds like a column. And so we're talking about an 09 and relevant that Jesse Carey will have a column that's, called things that things that keep me up at night. That's right. brilliant. And that he would have a different, you know, that is brilliant. Yeah. I think that'd be really yeah, funny. I love that. So, uh, if you hate that idea, write in and I'll forward it over to him. <laughs> yeah, if you hate that idea, you don't have a good sense of humor. So, uh, I guess that'll wrap up our updates section and, uh, up next your feedback. I'm a You're listening to Weezer. The song is Pork and Beans. And you're hearing it because <laughs> it is in the new, newly added this week uh, with all the other ones to Relevant TV. Yay! Relevant.tv. So from now on, we'll be back like we were in 2007 and 2006 where all the music you hear each week on the Relevant Podcast is the, will be the new videos that appeared that week on Relevant.tv. I would strongly suggest yeah. checking out Relevant.tv. So go there and party like it's 2007. <laughs> yeah. We lost our awesomeness for a while. <laughs> we just got it back. It's back in black. It is in black. The player's black. It is. Hey, look at that. Okay, now for your feedback. So we didn't remember what the heck the question was because it's been <laughs> so long. It's been like a lifetime. While you were jamming out to those tunes, we were scrounging for some clarity on what the heck it was. Yeah. We dipped all the way back to, we think, the last question was... You're the most awkward moment that you've seen in public. Didn't wow. happen to you. You witnessed it. And so, you know, it just so happens that that's what the shirtless and sobbing incident was for us. And so it connects. Yeah. Before we get into your feedback, though, we have an envelope here. Yeah. We're going to open from this up. This is Matthew, from none other, yeah, none other than Matthew McDaniel. Who is the um, author and the originator of Senator Obama and me. Right. Well, he's... And really, now the arch nemesis of Spencer Fruling. Right. He's really the guy who, who discovered uh, all the archival episodes and, and whatnot. I mean, you know, doubtless the actual show predates him. He's probably... You know, because it... What in the world? Alamo Adam 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Dear Podcast Crew was wondering if you had heard about the new Zemeckis film. It seems to shockingly mirror Adam's life. Shocking. Matthew McDaniel. And he sent a, uh, a new comic book called Escape to New Zealand, Alamo Adam 2, Electric Boogaloo. And along with it, he sent an official soundtrack. Yes, you have this a soundtrack. Is the comic book adaptation of the motion picture event. Okay. And uh, it has a Back to the Future ad inside. Um. The the first part is the Libyans kicking in the door, and uh, 
we're we're all hiding under the desk. <laughs> and Cameron says, "I'll set my new iPhone to kill." <laughs> throws it, it whacks all the Libyans in the face, and then comes back to him like a boomerang. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, it turns out that they're trying to get me because I had the one ring. <laughs> Gandalf shows up. Um, I have to go to uh, um, New Zealand to throw the ring into the fires of Mount Doom. Uh, we all embrace, and I say, Yamo, be there. <laughs> I fly to New Zealand. Uh, Gary Busey picks me up in a taxi. Of course. And I, I uh, he's quickly decked by Chuck Norris. And uh, Chuck Norris is part of the, uh, the Fellowship of the Ring, who includes, evidently, Mr. T, the Incredible Hulk, and MacGyver. <laughs> wow! And there's a little Obama and me episode in here too, that seems to include what? pirates. And there's an old Charles Atlas ad. <laughs> wow! Oh man, that's this is something special. Wow. And the the last ad is for the Goonies. Um, me, uh, let's check out the soundtrack. See what the motion picture soundtrack consists of. We've got "Don't Stop Believing" by uh, Journey. Uh, "Yamo Be There" by James Ingram and Michael McDonald. Right. Come Sail Away by Styx. Wow. Rhinestone Cowboy by Glenn Campbell. Uh, Rumble by Link Ray. Uh, Don't Know Much by Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville. <laughs> FM by Steely Dan. Yakety Sax by Boots Randolph. Oh my gosh. Uh, this Fire by Franz Ferdinand. Um, Glory of Love and My Heart Will Go On. Wow. So it's, it's quite the soundtrack. He has you and... Uh, or Adam and Cameron in a huge embrace here. Acrobat <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fairly true to life. Yeah. So, so he he took he took Spencer Fruling's response. He responded in kind and added a soundtrack. Yes. And okay. And this is a level of detail. This is how well he listens to our conversation. It says directed by Robert Zemeckis. Music by Tom Waits. Nice. Like how many? I don't even know how many times I've mentioned like being a huge Tom Waits fan, and somehow Matthew picked up on this once again. Spencer, you know, you came back with McCain and me, and uh, you really did have the upper hand after that. But, uh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. He went. He stayed digital. It's true. He did stay. Matthew digital. Matthew produces right. it. Well, I'm just saying it was a good answer. It was a good response. It was a good you response. Know, it was a good counter strike. But man, he hit back with everything he had. And Spencer, honestly, you're next. Um, you're up. Yeah, it's, you're up. I like that. Yeah. Balls in your court, buddy. So uh, you know, I know that you have a, a wife and family and probably a job, a life. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> obviously, social, Matthew doesn't in a social life. <laughs> but uh, it, you know, put all those on hold. Okay. Speaking of all this, uh, we actually got an email from Ducks Rule. Alex Murphy, his his email sub oh, okay. or from says Ducks Rule anyway. His name's Alex Murphy. Um, he says he was digging around the net for mem- memorabilia from the hit '80s cult classic TV series Senator Obama and Me. Oh sure, starring nine year old Cameron Strang. And what should I stumble across except the long lost demo recording of the theme song? He sent it to us. Unfortunately, it doesn't have the guitar solo like the final one did, mm-hmm. and it's missing the electric drum set that everyone knows and loves. But the <laughs> basics are there. It's from Alex Murphy. Here it is. Uh. 
kid, desperately small, living amid the bullies and trends of American life, who out there ends all our heartache and strife. You call him the man, the man with a plan, the man with a plan for change. But remember, Cameron, I'm invisible to everyone but you. <laughs> um, okay, so now it's time for your feedback. Yes. What is it, their feedback? So about a month and a half ago when we asked you the editorial <laughs> question of the week, the question was, what are the most awkward moments you've seen? Not that it happened to you, but you've seen. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys wrote in quite a bevy of uh, things for us to choose from. They're very bevyish. I have a few here. Kim Rolly. Oh, then she says, as in sausage roll. So it's roll. Kim Roll. Kim Roll. It's K-Y-M. Is she married to Rick? Mm. Mm. Someone someone out there is laughing their head Mm. off at that. R-O-L-L-E. So so none of her words are spelled the right way. Kim Rolly says, uh, she's from Australia, and she says... uh, the most awkward moment with Aussie Flava coming at you was that she was walking, her sister, her mother, and herself were walking down the street near a busy traffic bridge in West End, Brisbane. Okay. We were about Brisbane. to cross a, Brisbane. It's spelled Brisbane. See, they don't sell the... <laughs> they put an extra E when you don't need it. Brisbane. Uh, she says, we were, we were about to cross the road when we noticed this poor homeless lady with a long skirt struggling with something. Uh-huh. Just as I thought to go over and help her out, she hikes up her skirt above her knees and proceeded to take a number two on the bridge sidewalk. Oh. <laughs> cars were backed up in traffic right next to her on the same bridge. I can only imagine what the people in the cars were thinking. Very, very awkward. Wow. wow. Pretty awkward. Actually, I, I've seen that in New York. A you guy. Have? I saw it in front of our old yeah. office. Oh, you did? I we Our old office was not in the best part of town, and I had an author in fr- visiting from London. Mm-hmm. And we were going to lunch, and as author, somebody from you know his agent or somebody, me, a couple of people from the staff, we're in my car, we're pulling out of our office, yeah. and there's a homeless guy across the street who dump. literally, we watch him. He's standing there. I thought, why is that dude standing there? He squats, boom, pulls up his pants, keeps walking. Yeah. I guess it's not like he has a bathroom. Couldn't believe it. The world is his bathroom. Could go behind a tree or something. Not right. along, not along the He's road. He's literally on the road. There are there are fire ants around here. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's an area you don't want to expose to fire ants. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's one from Hebert Cabral. All right. <laughs> Hebert Hebert. 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 Herbert? No. H E B E R T. Hebert Cabral. He Hebert. says. <laughs> Back when The Passion of the Christ came out, my buddies and I went to the movies to check it out during the opening week. Of course, he's a good Christian. Right. That's what all good Christians did. Went and saw R-rated movies. That's right. <laughs> went and saw the brutal mutilation of our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Paid eight ninety nine And had popcorn. <laughs> I know. People that... Popcorn and a People diet. who had popcorn in that... In that <laughs> I Because li- I was like sitting there... And then all of a sudden you see someone eating popcorn and you'd be like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> this is what you... You, you, need, you need a snack for this? <laughs> 
He says, a few minutes in the movie, half the theater is already sobbing. But a little more, you know, a little surprising to us was that a few minutes later, we started to hear a more disturbing sound coming from the back of the theater. Laughter. Not just subtle oh. laughter, but an uncomfortably loud and mocking laughter. Uh, the movie got really awkward. People started turning around to see what the heck was going on. But the person just kept getting, kept getting louder and louder. Wow. <laughs> he says, I was convinced that perhaps Satan himself was sitting in the back. Yeah. And if I had to guess, I'd probably say he snuck in too after watching Barbershop 2 or Euro Trip. <laughs> he says, as the hours rolled by, I don't know how many times he saw the movie. It wasn't, right. it wasn't hours long, but anyway. Uh, it felt like hours. But as the what felt like hours rolled by, we couldn't wait to see this lunatic's face. But as it turns out, we were all painfully wrong. The sound wasn't laughter, but a troubled, sobbing cry coming from a very old lady with a wheelchair and an oxygen tank. Oh! I felt really bad. But honestly, she really needs to work on her laughter. Wow. So, wow. I'm, I mean, I'm glad he didn't say anything. Because that would be yeah. Keep it down! You know, so what are you laughing at? <laughs> yeah. That's my lord. How dare oh. you? A little old lady. That would have been horrible. Uh, we got one here from Gabe Martin. He's in Iwa Beach, Hawaii. <laughs> Says aloha from the Aloha State. Aloha. So what we need to do now is start saying sunshine from, from the, the sunshine, sunshine state. state. <laughs> no. sunshine. That's a new greeting, sunshine. Not so much sunshine right now. That's it's right. True. Hurricanes. My life seems to be composed of awkward moments, but here's a classic, he says. I was waiting tables in a San Diego restaurant. All right. Been there, done that. Well, not like we all have, right? As I approached the table to take a drink order, I noticed the wife was breastfeeding her child, which is always a bit awkward. I took the husband's order, then uh, then the wife's, making sure to only look directly in her eyes. Mm -hmm. As I turned to leave the table, the wife said, "Wait, wait, wait! Hang on a minute." Followed by, "What would you like to drink, sweetie?" As I turned to face her, she removed the blanket from her shoulder, and what appeared to be about a five-year-old boy said, I'll have a fruit punch, please. No! Should you be able to nurse from your mother and order a fruit punch at the same time? <laughs> okay. I you, threw up a little in my you mouth. Could, said. Yeah, you, I'm, I literally was about to say, you couldn't hear it on the mic, but I literally threw up a bit. <laughs> a five-year-old boy. Yeah, see, why does he want a fruit punch? Yeah, I he mean, should be good to he's go. He's not thirsty. Well, and also, <laughs> milk and then fruit is, is bad. You'll, you know, you'll get a, some kind of discharge. <laughs> it's gross. That is horrible. If, if they can call another drink by its name and use manners, yeah. then they shouldn't be doing He says, that. please. Yeah, if you can say wow. please, you're done breastfeeding. Wow. If there's a prize, he would get it for... There is a, there's a actually a, a comedy sketch show back home where the whole premise is that there's a man in his 30s who's still <laughs> breastfeeding from his mother and he, and oh. he goes home for the first time oh. with his new girlfriend. Oh, no! And she's like, so do you want something then, dear? And he goes, oh, okay then, mummy. And then right in front of <laughs> this, this, this <laughs> year old woman, he's like breastfeeding off his mother. It's quite, it's quite a good sketch. <laughs> oh. He calls it bitty. It's oh. terrible. Yeah. Horrible. All right. Well, you know what? Any of the rest of them, even though there were a lot, all downhill from yeah, there. We don't need so to keep going. <laughs> that's good for the feedback. I don't know if I could go any further. We that talk about lowbrow. We kind of we're scraping the bottom <laughs> oh, yeah. bottom of lowbrow there. So, um, for this week's editorial question of the week, here we go. Editorial question of the week. Hey. Well, as you know, uh, after this week's podcast, Adam will be joining us digitally. Digitally. From outer space. <laughs> We're going to beam him over here. Otherwise known as New Zealand. So, we thought to get our money's worth from this guy, we might we need to give him like a beat. We need to give him a job while he's there. Wait, we're paying him? For the podcast. 
<laughs> We're paying him. A workman is worthy of his hire, Maya. <laughs> we are paying him exactly three dollars. <laughs> uh, so we want him to earn. Well, in New Zealand, that's like five grand. Right. So right. <laughs> we want him to earn those three dollars, folks. And so we thought, what would be the beat? What would be the thing? The news? The the segment that Adam should bring yeah. to the podcast each week? We would like to know from you what you would like Adam to do yeah. for the podcast, other than just sit in and bring a slice. But I thought it, he could take it up a notch. Right. Mm. He's got all this time on his hands now. He's not doing nothing. Right. So what would you have, what would you like Adam to do on the podcast from New Zealand? If you need some inspiration, Wikipedia, New Zealand, and then that will give you some ideas as to what there, what is there that's a little bit unique, and then he Sheep. can... Well, I think, <laughs> Hobbits? Yes. Hills? Sheep and ho- How about he, he sets up a ring where it's My hobbits? not unique to New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty hills. No, again. Also, not unique to New Zealand. <laughs> Maybe he could set up a race with uh, hobbits riding sheep. <laughs> yeah. So what would you like Adam to do on the podcast from New Zealand? And we will send your assignments over to him and then right. he will have to deliver on them or he will not get his $3 that week. Yeah. That's right. So email us at feedback at relevantmagazine.com or editorial at relevantmagazine.com. On that note, we'll wrap it. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Lloyd Kinsley. We'll see you next week. Relevant Podcast, anytime, anywhere.